too hot too that bar okay that might be okay i am the m- you're loud to me but, but okay i'm the sound guy i'm in control here i'm the leader i'll say what it was do you have expensive earphones or are they like gas station ones $15 ones. Oh. These Sony's are 10 bucks and they're really good, I think. I get that. Will this support wireless earbuds? No. No, you got to have a Bluetooth. A, a Bluetooth. There's thing. no Bluetooth uh, thing on it for my the new ones might, I don't know. Gotcha. Okay. Let me get some Bose ones maybe. Christmas present. Uh my mom had the headphones like the Bose, the, yeah. And there were the noise canceling ones where you click the thing on, it's like you couldn't hear anything. Really? It was so nice. She buys herself nice stuff. This was years and years ago. Oh, gotcha. You should have rang the doorbell like ten times. Ding 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 ding. Thank you for not. <laughs> are we recording? Yes. Oh we are? Mm-hmm. Oh no, we're live. We're hot. I'm gonna have to cut all this. Cause I'm chomping away here. What are we gonna cut? You want to have a lean, mean episode, right? Oh, yeah. Look at all this. So, welcome to I Have the High Ground. Welcome. I'm Aaron. I'm Rick. I'm Brett. Don't mind me. Tonight, the drinks are Dr. Pepper on the rocks, as Dr. Pepper should be. Enjoyed. The snacks are chips and guac and York peppermint patties. Halloween and dirt cake. Halloween leftovers and dirt, and dirt pudding. Pudding. I'll have to have some. Actually, they're not Halloween leftovers per se because um, I just bought those today. In spirit, they're Halloween leftovers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it's been a while. A few weeks. It has been a few weeks. Ah, good to be back. Tonight we're in my basement, mm-hmm. a cozy little space. It is. I always thought this would be a great place to do a show, and I was right. Yeah. Good yeah, acoustics, not as bad I'm as sure. I thought. I don't know. It just seems small when you're, I don't know, down here. It's not but you want those small, confined spaces. For the sound? Mm-hmm. Okay. Gotcha. Yep. <coughs> He'd call us out, you know. So yeah, I know. Okay. So how was Halloween? I stayed in, handed out trick or treaters. We don't get but a handful, like maybe twenty kids, all, all told. Trying to. It was good for me. I uh, I went to Brett's house for his, him and his wife threw a party thing, and their their subdivision is really cool. It's uh, very vibrant, and everybody like knows everybody. It's a newer one, isn't it? Mm. It's about 14, 15 years old. Okay. But when you see in the movies when everybody's going around the the neighborhood, kids are running around and people having fun, that's what it was like. Yeah. I mean, it was like super spreader event type stuff. Because no one. (laughs) You have people with like fire pits in the driveway. Oh, everybody. Everybody was doing that. Nice. That was the fun part about it. Some guy was handing out beer for the adults and candy for the kids. And (laughs) some guy was handing out hot dogs. Some guy was handing out fireballs. Really? Isn't that on? No, it is. 
I guess I missed that one. None of the kids last night had masks or anything, and they didn't have any problem with taking me giving right. them candy. Right? And people, people don't care anymore. Oh, that kind of. I was thinking they didn't have masks. Like well, what kind of know, Halloween? If, if they had a good costume. Okay, so he, there's a really good costume this kid had on. It's one of the first ones of the night. A little girl. She had on like a, um, a cardboard box around her, and she had it all decorated up like it was the claw machine from Toy Story. <laughs> Oh, really, gotcha. really creative. The nice. best costume I've ever seen. No, the best costumes you've ever seen was Scooby-Doo and Baby Shark <laughs> last night. And they're decent. But <laughs> <laughs> my daughter is a little monkey. I didn't one. even see a picture of that one. Or my, my wife was a banana. Oh, I did see that. I did see that. And I was Freddy Krueger without the mask because I lost it. <laughs> You're <laughs> he does the same claws every year, the same hat, but... Every year it's a different mask and something else is missing. <laughs> <laughs> the mask I had for this year, I couldn't see out of it. And I was I was trying to wear it, you know, it's Halloween. But I didn't see my three-year-old niece and I like plowed her over. <laughs> and then I... Oh, Jada. Yeah, Jada. And then I was going to take Peyton trick-or-treating and I was going to wear the mask. But I, I literally could see nothing, so... Jess was trying to hand me something, or, or, or the first house we visited, the guy was trying to hand me the candy, and I had no idea where to put the bag, because I really couldn't see her. <laughs> had to come off. Creepy mess, though, kind of. So, sounds fun. Next year, my son, hopefully, will dress him up a little bit, mm-hmm. take him somewhere. Yeah, he'll be... You should make him be? a Japanese zero. Put like a little box. That's a zero. good idea, actually. Yeah. I like that. Somehow it'd be a, it'd have to be a really creative design, but my Wolverine costume from that popped up on my Facebook timeline. Yeah, that was a really that good. One. That was a really good costume. Yeah, that was were you the, were you Oh, he was there. Yeah, Brett was there. Oh yeah. Was that the pool table night? Oh yeah. No, it, no, no, that was. Are you sure? It was. That was the incident. <laughs> the pool table incident. Should we leave it at that? Yeah, we can leave it at that. That's the a long, infamous. We could have a whole episode on that. It was a good Halloween party. I have about though. three episodes on that. There's some good costumes. It was. Brittany and I, I think, won. Oh, as uh, she was uh, Wilson. Wilson and I was castaway guy. She was pregnant at the time, wasn't she? She said, I asked that yesterday, and she's like, no, I had a pillow in my stomach. Yeah, because before, because. I thought she was pregnant. I, are you sure? This was 14, right? You can do the math yeah, on so it. LR was born in. 16, so. Okay. It was over yeah, a year. Two years like, before yeah. Little Ricky came in. The picture. But she might have had her first miscarriage around that time, but I mean, it wasn't far enough along to to show. Hate to make it right. all sad all of a sudden, but. <laughs> no, they're just yeah, a part of life. My wife had one. So. Yeah. Sad. What are we talking about tonight? You got the agenda, right? Got the agenda. There's only a couple things on the agenda, actually, because. Uh, you know, we don't need to get super involved, but it's, um, we're back. We took a break from Star Wars. Last time we talked about, um, actually it was just Rick and I last time. Yeah. Uh, we talked about, uh, Star Wars epic fails or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, uh, it was the like trilogy the epic Things that fails. didn't work for the, uh, the, uh. And it was a good conversation. It was a good conversation, yeah. Uh, you all will get that episode shortly. Um. Oh, Yeah. Uh, talking about our fans, but tonight we're talking Mandalorian. It's back. Yes, I, I, I'm excited about this. Season two is back. So I did send out because um, we, we haven't talked. We, we didn't talk Mandalorian much um, actually in 
so far, like at all, I don't think. But here we are in season two. We go back to season one, but season two, um, I did send out the link to the trailer. What did you think? Uh, we'll talk. We're going to talk about episode well, one or episode one of season two here shortly. But the trailer, did you guys see it or watch it beforehand? Yeah, I've have seen ex- it. expectations about the trailer in particular? No, you didn't. Okay. I don't. I I may have seen it, but my memory sucks. So. I'll just say that the trailer makes it seem like there's going to be a lot more happening. Like, it seems like the story is maybe a little bit more expansive this season. Which I think you'd expect out of, you know, a sequel series. Or an, a, a, a season, a second, a second season. Right. I'm sure the first one made tons of money or something, so. So I guess I misread this uh, outline here. Are we not talking about episode two? No, or? we are. Okay. Or yeah. episode one? Yeah. Oh, I thought... I, I just thought, like... He wanted to discuss the trailer first. Sorry, That's sorry. overall I, for the season. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it was... Uh, I think they had two or three, right? At least two. Yeah. Um, I... The first... You know, I mean, it was... I, I didn't have any expectations, because you know me. I hate watching trailers anymore anyways. So, uh, I was just hoping that they would... Uh, Stay true, you know, and stay true to the tone. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think that's a risk because season one sees a lot of success. Showrunners feel like they have to top what they did in the first season. Keep keep fans coming back. Right. They may stray from their, you know, what made the first few episodes so successful. So far, so good, though. Yeah. I would, yeah. What have you heard about anything about season two? Rumors? Uh, I've heard Ahsoka was going to be in it. Yep. Is that the Twi'lek? Twi'lek? She's uh, a, well, she's a Tergruten. Okay. But they're, Which one am I thinking they're of? They're like Twi'leks. Okay. She's orange, orange skin, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So similar, kind of similar species. Again, I don't have a whole lot of knowledge of the clone wars right. series so i heard a lot of the characters from there might actually make an appearance so yeah. right uh ahsoka is a fan favorite now for those who've seen the animated shows i like her quite a bit i keep encouraging rick to watch clone wars i know he'll get to it but he's eventually we're all busy i mean it's i've been trying to get to it for the last five six seven years <laughs> yeah <laughs> even when we're like all those no it's when we're living together i still think those <laughs> 10 years ago. Oh, yeah. 15 years oh. ago since you promised that you'd read all my Star Wars stories. stop? Make me feel bad. I'll get to it eventually. Yeah, when I'm dead. Maybe you'll feel bad. <laughs> so, who else may show up? Just to briefly chase this down a little bit. If Ahsoka's, Ahsoka may show up. Who was the gal from the Clone Wars, that Mandalorian female who had that dark saber? That's Sabine. I think she'll make... An appearance. It could be. Or at least have some kind of backstory, like how did he get... Oh, spoiler alert, I guess. I don't know. Right. Um, Aaron Voss was saying today that... Who? He's from... Uh, uh, shoot, one second. New Rockstars. New Rockstars. Okay. You ever watch those? No. Amazing. They do fantastic uh, like Easter eggs and all that stuff. Like they do all the reviews and stuff. Anyways, he was talking about how... Uh, they're going to incorporate, hopefully incorporate, uh, uh, Obi-Wan because he's going to have a spinoff show eventually. Right. 
I don't know how they're going to do it, but. They'd have to go back to Tatooine. Yeah. Again. That yeah. baby crying. I think I hear baby crying. Yeah. Dang it. Yeah, we're 12 minutes. Cut her, cut her, <laughs> yeah. cut her short here. All right, time to go. <laughs> <laughs> well, see you later. So should we just dive into the episode? or Yeah, that's fine. We can dive in. Uh, episode 2. Season 2. Season, season 2, episode two. 1. Season 2, my bad. Season 2, episode 1, The Marshal. Uh, first reaction, just one word. Crap. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> crap, mega crap. Uh, it was great. I love it. I think it's the best. For me, personally, it's probably my favorite season or episode, episode yeah. of the show. I was talking to Brett. I was like... It seemed like a filler episode, obviously, because they didn't really advance much. Advance much, but in terms of you know everything else, it was fantastic production quality, visuals, uh, actually getting to uh, understand the the, the um, Tuscan Raiders. Tuscan Raiders, yeah, mm-hmm. it, was, it was it was great. I'll say surprising, um, and I'll elaborate on that here. But let's go to top three takeaways. Go ahead, Brett. Top three. I love. I love the Western atmosphere that they put on this episode. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think they kind of had a Western feel throughout, but they really laid it on thick for this one. And I love westerns, so. Mm-hmm. Um, the third, the second thing that I enjoyed about the episode can i add something to what you were saying real quick the bartender was actually from deadwood and so is timothy olfian really so it's kind of like a who's the bartender i can't remember his name oh but you also had a cameo in timothy olfian's timothy olfian's other show justified oh (laughs) he was he was a week of the month bad guy oh really that he deals with yeah okay okay go ahead i was just but i was gonna get to him he was my next point was I love the show Justified, and the character Raylan Givens is the same character. He the marshal, and he was a marshal in Justified, but <laughs> right. he was just Raylan Givens in space. In space. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I enjoyed that. In Boba Fett's armor, he was the whole like, are we going to do this here now in front of the kid? Like that. That was just Raylan Givens had almost identical dialogue in the show Justified. So I was like. Heck yeah. I can take some Raylan Givens in my Star Wars. And then and then I think getting to know the Sand People is probably my third. Like I mean there's some action sequences that are fantastic. Like some of the best I've seen in anything. But the Sand People in all the films are just portrayed as like these mindless kind of barbarians. Barbarians yeah. that you they just slaughter and then you don't have any feeling towards mm-hmm. them, you don't care about them. Right. And this one, they they, didn't, they made them more human-like. You know, you yeah. can tell that they're sentient, thinking creatures that... Yeah. You know, so yeah. Rick? Yeah, I see. The first the three things for me would definitely be, uh, I think, the so-called boss battle. I thought, overall, that was probably the coolest. Because I even knew what that thing was. I, I didn't know if it was even a... Like, you know, there's always something new. And I was telling it Brett is. that... what It is. With Brett, I was always saying there's so much, there's so many different things like like vehicles and and ships and there's just there's always something new. Aliens, you know, aliens. Yeah, it's just it's never ending. So I thought the 
It was fantastic, though, just the visuals and him busting out of the mountain. And, like, it just looked real. It was, for a TV show, it's some of the best I've ever seen. Oh, man. They, they're putting a movie budget into this show. Absolutely. In almost, like, every episode. Uh, so my other two things were, as Brett said, the Tuscan Raiders, understanding who they were and kind of how they operated. And then probably my last, let's see here, the last thing I'd say, I always, going back to what I just said a second ago, I, I, I always, my one of my fondest memories of watching Star Wars at my uncle's house was was uh, the sand crawler <laughs> with the Jawas. The Jawas, yeah. I always, I always, you know, in the show, you don't really get the glimpse of like how big it is. But now this show, they actually kind of give you an idea like just how, and again, that was in, what movie was it where they had the whole sand crawler scene, which you was, hope. was it? No. The original Star Wars, yeah. But they did it again with... Uh, with Mandalorian in season one. Was it season one where they're... Yeah. Okay, yeah. So I, I like that when they're doing uh, just more of the... When you get to see the stuff from the old episodes. and Yeah. So I think those are my three. Uh, other than that, it wasn't like... There wasn't much story dialogue in terms of like advancing right. Baby Yoda and all that stuff. So it was probably just the... Good. Yeah. So my top three would be... I'd say number one is the Crate Dragon. Um, it is a thing in Star Wars. It hasn't been seen in any show before or movie. Um, I think it's been in some comics and stuff. But there's a skeleton. There's a skeleton. And New yeah, Hope. That's right. Skeleton. Yeah. yeah. But not. A, but not. A but I didn't. Movie. You didn't notice that kind of thing. Right. Right. Yeah. Did you know that? Yeah, I, know I that. knew that because I watched like new rock stars commentary on yeah. it. So. But it's not something that you caught. Yeah, because right. I would have. Kind of I would have known thing. that the giant sandworm was also the. The random skeleton right, right. from right. New Hope. Right. Um, Crate Dragon, number one. Yeah, seeing that thing. Um, it's a it's it's something new to the environment, right? And anytime you can go, you, you, when you go back to Tatooine, you're 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 thinking, okay, I'm going to see a lot of familiar stuff. I'm going to see Jawas. I'm going to see Mos Eisley. I'm going to see a bunch of sand. You know. Um, so seeing this new element, the crate dragon, it's like, oh, I didn't know that that, or I forgot that existed, or I didn't know that existed. That's really cool. So that was number one. Number two is probably Timothy Oliphant because he's a favorite actor of mine. Um, I'm a Justified fan as well. I'm a Deadwood fan. I'm an Office fan, and he was in the <laughs> Office as for like two episodes, two or three yeah. episodes tops, as a traveling salesman who gets hired and had a crush on Pam, or Pam had a crush on him, but. Um, anyway, a minor character, but it's it's it's, it's a non-gunslinger type character, which is his forte. Um, but I thought he really did a really good job. I, he had a little bit of a different look. He is getting Timothy Olyphant is getting older. I think he's in his fifties now. He has this graying hair, guy that's been around the block. Um, but it's great to see that kind of a that kind of a name in Star Wars. And then my third thing is also the Tusken Raiders. Really cool to see them fleshed out. They're as uh, they're kind of a pro protagonist. They're not antagonists in this episode. Right. There. Uh, it's cool that the Mandalorian actually can speak with them. And under uh, where he picked that up, I'm not sure. But uh, we were asking the same <laughs> thing. Like, okay. Um, I thought it was really cool there. Uh, and I'm gonna blank. This is terrible. I should. Uh, I should know. I'm not that that big of a Star Wars nerd. I should know what their pet or their hunting creatures or their hunting hounds are. They're things that 
right, right, right. right. I, I couldn't. Tell I'd you. have to look it up, but uh, it's it's kind of cool to see that they were working in tandem with them. Um, so yeah, just this is the most we've ever seen the Tuscan Raiders, right? We saw them in briefly. You see them in New Hope. They have a cameo in uh, Phantom Menace. Uh, Anakin kills a bunch of them in revenge for his mom. <laughs> I hate them. <laughs> They're like animals. They're massives. <laughs> They're what? Massives. Massives. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, so yeah, just really cool to see. So yeah, those are my top three takeaways. Um, this is a great episode for me, and uh, I want to go into more extended discussion here about each episode for each of you guys. But um, we see Tatooine. We've seen Tatooine a lot. Um, it, we uh, obviously we see it in New Hope. We see it in Phantom Menace, uh, Attack of the Clones, very briefly. It's we see it in the Clone Wars of a couple episodes. Um, we spent a lot of time there. In fact, we saw it in Mandalorian just last season. Um, yeah. So we've spent a lot of time there. I think you may you say, say okay, we're going back to Tatooine. Why are we going back to Tatooine? For 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 pity's sake, we've spent so much time there. But I think this story was the best. Tatooine story that we've ever seen. I agree. Just because of all the new stuff that we've already kind of got. That's what they had to do, though. They had to do something different in order to push the storyline because you can't just go back to Mos Eisley and And shoot people in the canteen. You have to to make it different. A lot of people are not going to know that the, the wreck whatever was, what's it called? The, the worm thing crate dragon crate dragon it, it they don't i didn't know that was existed yeah so i mean i think it's a lot of like oh that's that's cool and they actually adventured outside of those two main uh, uh establishments yeah so i thought it was neat uh i think i think they did a really good job at showing how vast the desert is um yeah like it's just endless desert nothing yeah. but desert <clears throat> um some great landscape shoots shots of the dunes and the Tuscan Raiders on the Banthas. Just, you know, how long that must take to <laughs> travel miles and miles on those things. It's funny because this is the most realistic those Banthas ever looked. Yeah. Like, you get, you get like, up close, you can see their nostrils. Like, it's weird. It's like, they look like living, breathing animals, finally. And yeah. Not like elephants draped with, you know, cloth or whatever. Right. In the first movie. <laughs> now, I don't know if you want to go in this. Monica in called it a yak. Those poor yaks. Yeah. And I, it was it's funny. Maybe I'm jumping the gun here too far, but when they're devising a plan to kill the 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 dragon or whatever, they were starting to stack the 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 explosives on on the outside of the you know to transport. Right. And I told I told Brez like, why don't they just uh, put that out there with the explosives right. on there and let them eat it? Right. Right. And yeah, we both said we were like we were just like, duh. And the, but they didn't do that, and then. Of course, that's what they end up doing at the very end. They're just like, I mean, common sense would say let the damn thing eat it yeah. <laughs> and blow it up. Well, I they did point out the one, right? But it didn't take it. It went for the Tuscan Raider instead. Right, but I mean, eventually you would just leave it there with the... But we also seen him eat a bantha too, so we know he, he won't turn them away. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I just thought that was kind of... I just told Rick, I'm like, Star Wars is known for its convoluted... Like, there's such a simple solution, but the, the characters always take, like, the hardest, most ridiculous route <laughs> to achieve a goal. Like, look at, uh, we 
was it Return of the Jedi or the original trilogy? Is that what the, la- the third movie of the original trilogy? Return of the Jedi. Yeah, right? Return. Mm-hmm. And Luke's plan to save Han was like insanely convoluted. He could just walked in there with his lightsaber and murdered everybody, and but it was like I don't know, it was crazy. But same difference, you know? Yeah. Have the sand snake crawl over the bombs and then try to blow his guts out that way instead of having obviously eat the bantha or, or just get a Tuscan Raider and just suicide mission. <laughs> <laughs> that's all they're good for is killing. Oh, wow, that's racist. <laughs> can't be racist against a sand person. A fictional character. It's so cool to me how I didn't know what to think was coming when it started. You know, they're in the they're show they're show uh, they're showing down in the um in the cantina there, and the ground starts to rumble, and they're like, "What's happening now? Is um something something's coming? Is it an earthquake? What is it?" You don't expect to see something swimming underneath the sand like that. Right. I was thinking it was going to be a star destroyer or something. Yeah. Or yeah, you figure <laughs> oh, not just turn it off. Like, it's, yep, yeah, you're right. I thought. Yeah, I thought it was like okay, a ship or an earthquake or something. But so that caught me by surprise. They they didn't show that. I don't think they showed that in either trailer, if I recall. And I don't remember seeing. It. Yeah. So kudos to them for saving that little surprise. I also like that the villagers kind of act like they knew what it was. Oh yeah. You know, it's like. This is just routine. You know, they know those things exist, and they just kind of happen to try to survive. Yeah. You know. It wasn't like, oh, what's going on? They're like, oh, here comes the stupid, <laughs> whatever you call it, dragon. The crate dragon. Crate dragon. I thought they were saying creek dragon for a while. The creek dragon's like coming. You, you literally cannot travel the galaxy and go places because there's death at every, Seems like it. every step. Yeah. Like in the middle of the desert, you're like, oh, I'm gonna die of heat, Ex- heat exhaustion. Nope, <laughs> gonna get eaten by a crate dragon. Crate dragon, yeah. Uh, and then at the very end, I assume that's Boba Fett. Yeah, it's the yeah. same actor who played Jango Fett. Yeah. So where they're going with him, I don't know. It seems a little. I guess there's some different things they could do with that. Um, I don't know why that Boba Fett just can't be dead, but because they killed him off in the worst <laughs> way imaginable, the most, the galaxy's most feared bounty hunter, <laughs> down the Sarlacc pit. So how do you think he survived? There's theories. Uh, if you watch, if you noticed when uh, when Mando gets when he gets eaten and then flies out, he's got the acid all over him. Did you notice that? No. And it doesn't I miss that. It doesn't hurt his armor because it's a uh, good armor and uh they think that's the same situation with uh boba fett okay. he gets swallowed and then by chance get the sarlacc pet gets eaten by the crate dragon and then he just blasts himself out of the interesting out of the crate dragon's mouth and they think there's theories that um either he traded in his armor because he was done with it you know or that like he was like going through the desert and he fell asleep and they took it the jawas came by gotcha but if you notice at the very end he's got a tuscan raider rifle yeah so what i've been seeing is that he was possibly in that first scene where they show mando talking to the tuscan raiders they Mm -hmm. think he might be the one 
furthest away from him oh, that could have been Boba Fett, you know? Okay. Because so, they think he might be an actual living amongst the Tusken Raiders. That's interesting. So, I'm, obviously, I'm not a huge Star Wars nerd, I guess, but the Tusken Raiders, I'm guessing, are not human, right? We don't know. I don't believe so. They're mm-hmm. like they're kind of like the Jawas are just another species that never reveals their true face. I think I don't know. I'm not sure. Yeah, uh, they they seem to be in this and this might be super obvious or expanded on in other media, but uh, they seem to be uh, the indigenous people to the planet, whereas maybe Jawas are, maybe they're not. Jawas seem like more like opportunists, you know, being mm-hmm. scavengers and just rolling around in their big old ugly ugly uh, machines, but <laughs> sandcrawler things. So. Yeah. Uh, whereas the Tusken Raiders actually seem like an indigenous people that's learned to adapt to the harsh environment. And yeah. And then take pot shots at pod racers <laughs> <laughs> roll through the canyons. Oh, I... Really, really cool that uh, Timothy Oliphant, whose character Cobb Vanth, his speeder is a repurposed pod racer engine. And that lady was working on one, it looked like, too, from the very big one. Yeah, yeah. So I, who said this? One of the the review shows, I think it was Star Wars Explained, but that may be one of Anakin's pod racer, one of his pod racer. Yeah, but they said the flaps at the end were red in the show, but in the movie it was yellow. So unless they painted painted over them or something. Cool design, really cool speeder design. I think watching pod races with this budget would be a lot better now than... Yeah, for sure. Yeah, they can make it... I mean, it was cool at the time as a kid, but when you watch back now, you're like, yeah, CGI's a little dated. Mm -hmm. Think they will or probably not? Probably not. I don't know. I wouldn't think they'd go back to that just yet. Uh, well, there is no infrastructure for it, right? Because they were hosted by the huts, and the huts aren't... Um, the huts are no more. There's a power vacuum Yeah. on Tatooine. So. I will say that sandworm, the crate the dragon... Cr- the crate dragon. That CGI on it... Uh, it was it incredible. Re- real. Like, it looked like that yeah. thing could exist in our world. And it, like, there's a lot of things, even in Marvel, like... You can tell they're fake. Yeah. Like the, even like Thanos' henchmen, that one gal with the horns. Oh yeah. Well, even the Hulk. I just watched uh, Endgame finally the other night. The Hulk looked fake. Yeah, and and still Disney, but that sand, the Krake dragon. I mean, that was probably one of the most realistic. Yeah. Creatures I've seen. I mean, it better looked better than anything in the Godzilla films, current ones. I agree. Overall, I liked it. It was a great episode. Terrific episode. Uh, looking forward to the rest of the season. Uh, not sure if we've seen the last of Tatooine. Probably not with Boba, Boba Fett, maybe. Uh, but, uh, I wonder if this will be a Tatooine-centered season. No, I don't. Mm, they might go to the... Maybe. They might go to the uh, Genosis. Genos- Genosis. 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 They might go back there, probably. That'd be kind of cool. If, if I was going to make one minor complaint, the episode was great. But I, and it's not really a true complaint because it didn't really bother me. But I could see other people being kind of aggravated that they didn't because they ended the season with the guy at the dark saber, and then it's like, Where, what happened to him? Yeah, it's like they just kind of. It's almost like the new season's almost like a a refresh, a new like a reboot, not a reboot, but 
it didn't continue that element at all. You're right. Um, it it seems more episodic than serialized. I'm sure we'll get back to it though. Yeah. Um, like I said, it, it's not an actual personal gripe. Right. Like, I enjoyed this episode. I never even really thought about. Right. Right, but they had to reintroduce Boba yeah. that way. So. Yeah. And just kind of you know, let's start off with a nice little story here. Yeah. Or, 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 or. I'm gonna three watch because I want to see that that dragon in action again because like it, I always thought it was going to come from here and then all of a sudden he was popping out of the mountain and I thought well I, I didn't think he'd go through rock, rock right you know but it, did, and it was just like oh. interesting thing at the very end where they where the Tuscan Raider pulled out that pearl uh-huh. it's because it eats rocks so it's like almost like a clam oh, okay and they discuss the the pearl it's like being one of the most valuable very rare type thing it sells for a lot so hmm Interesting. What would they want with it? They'd sell it. Take it into Mos Eisley and yeah, <laughs> barter it for something. <laughs> we can get a new TV. <laughs> a couple Twilight prostitutes? I don't know. <laughs> Twilight. <laughs> no, overall, great episode. Yeah. It's probably the one of the best so far in the series. Yeah, so I agree. Easily for me. Totally. We look forward to season two, or episode yep. two. Yep. Uh, Is that Friday? Yes. <sighs> Friday. Yeah. It gives you something to look forward to. Uh, yeah. To not dropping the whole season at one Mandalorian time. Mandalorian and Miami football. <laughs> Every Friday? Every Friday and Saturday. So, yeah, that was just that's all I got. Yep, me too. All right. We can leave it at that. Um, thanks for listening. This has been Eye of the High Ground, and until next time, bye. Bye. (laughs) See you.